0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. You're listening to Popolitikin.com. We got you stuck, got you stuck off the realness.
1: What's good, y'all? This is Vaughn P. of the almighty Tanya Morgan. And right now you're checking out the Popolitikin show. Hip-hop meets self-help. Yeah, yeah. you yo, she only play rap from the 90s. And don't cook, but she live above a Chinese. A more 2000 and housing. And I gotta be honest, she could dance in Onyx, but look like Onyx. I wouldn't take her to a happy hour at Sonic. I, oh shit. There goes my conscience. Lift up the sister's king and drop knowledge. Fuck, I was just about to bring up Molly. Sharks. I at least spoke nice on the body. On the Today Show, looking like pesos. Now that I get paid, more treat it like a hobby. Clearly your brother got deafness, moxie skills. Who the proxy? Who could stop me? Chill. Reckless, restless. Watch me build. Promptly, till it's a monopoly, Jill. Scott B looking like Foxy. She been on my mind all week, y'all pardon me Rap hit a generation gap and it lost me Little niggas on their tour bus in the car seat Minis, I'm working on raps for the 20s Left with the rider and still hit Denny's Crashed on the couch barely knowing this biddy, But we clicked cause of mom's new biggie Right, like I come from my city And transplants hate like it's nothing So why you motherfuckers keep coming Dirty ass flows I recorded on a Hudson Then I export them and you bought them cause you order. I'm done, friend.
2: Just smile on your face. Welcome back to Popolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes, like, comment, subscribe, forward, share this interview. I'm now a politician, my homie Von P. How you doing, bro? pretty good, man. Pretty good. How are you? I'm great, man. So I feel like I've been knowing about you for a while because I actually uh, I don't know. Ever since I started the show, I felt like I've been getting like uh, material from Tanya Morgan. So even that name always kind of like stuck out to me. I was like, who is Tanya Morgan? So I've been knowing see, I've known y'all for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so the first day, I guess I want to talk about your name, Von P. What's the meaning behind that?
1: Oh, um, uh, man. Well, long story. Um, I guess to start from the beginning, uh, growing up, of course, I was a big uh, big fan of a tribe called Quest. And um, so for a while, my friends would call me Tip. And, um, you know, being a being a kid, you, you have your, your corny moments. So Tip turned into T-I-P, and I gave it an acronym as, like, uh, the ill phenomenon. <laughs> and uh, after a while, then it turned just into phenom. Then it became Vaughn Phenom. Then it became Vaughn the letter P. Like, it was like a long journey. Just, you know, years and years of the name gradually changing. hmm And then it went from the letter P to just P-E-A. Because people would always ask, what did the P mean? And at this time, it didn't mean Phenom anymore. It just was the letter P. This was when I was like 18, 19. So, one day, just on a whim, I had, um... I just spelled it out. And I just I just ran with that. And, uh... So really it is a it's a graduation from being a Q-Tip fan to ending up being on PEA basically.
2: <laughs> did, you, did you see that 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 um rant Q-Tip had about the Grammys a little while ago? Oh,
1: absolutely. What you thought about that
2: since you're a Q-Tip fan?
1: To be honest, man, I I felt like they there's a lot of people that deserve them. I mean, in hip-hop and outside of hip-hop, I, I have a line on the song I didn't put out yet. And I was like, Snoop need his Grammy, Nas need his Grammy. And um, Tribe definitely does too. But you know what? Everybody's a child of Tribe. And um, when I say they need one only because everybody else, it, it's this it's this thing that's supposed to uh, represent a- acknowledgement. Mm-hmm and i mean that's not the end all be all of course none of them none of these awards are but it's a it's a nice acknowledgement but with that said when when politics enter the game it is what it is so i i i look at it like it would be nice for them to have one but if you can if you can single out people and be like hey what happened i thought we was getting nominated then that tells you it's not just about all the people you know? hmm.
2: And then talk I want you to talk about your background a little bit. Let us know
1: like how you got involved with music and
2: how you fell in love with it.
1: Yeah, you know, uh growing up, in Brooklyn, I was um I guess fortunate and also spoiled by hip hop just being everywhere. Where um, I, I speak to Don Will, who's, you know, in the group Tanya Morgan, with me, and um he talks about being from Cincinnati and how hip-hop was, uh, whether it was, you know, the West Coast, N.W.A., and those guys, the uh, East Coast with, you know, Kane and Rakim and K.R.S. and these guys back in the late 80s. He talks about how they seemed like just superstars and, like, they weren't real. And me being right there in the middle of it in bed they still seemed like superstars. But at the same time, I, remember, I can remember just thinking these are the guys outside. When I would watch TV, I watched, you know, Video Music Box or uh, Rap City or TV Raps, and I was like, the guys from outside are on TV. And as an adult, now I realize how special that was. I I took it for granted at a young age. Being, you know, having, being a hip-hop kid and growing up, watching all these shows i never realized how much some people don't have representation on tv you know and then who Um, would you say your top five is um i just you know i go with i go with jay-z number one being a kid from the neighborhood literally from the same neighborhood not marcy projects but you know the neighborhood is more than just marcy projects and um so he, he he's my number one and um black thought is probably my number two and that's it i stopped there <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's up? and i would say how, how do you describe your style because you was talking about you was talking about q-tip earlier and then, like i was listening to a lot of your stuff earlier but i hear a lot of like bars man you be coming with it so how do you describe your style
1: thank you man um it's just a combination of everything i grew up in from even mainstream stuff like you know being a, a teenager b- before it was uh Broken down like this is over here and that's over there. I was a fan of you know all the bad boy stuff, and I was a fan of every iteration of Nas, whether it was the you know Mafia Don or just the kid from Queens. Because to me, it was all the same, it was just good rapping, you know. And um, I didn't really get into this person is rapping about this or this is their image, I don't like you because you got a shiny suit on, or you know, it was just are you can you rap and um so yeah I just I just grew up on who can rap honestly and I, I took a liking as I got a little bit older I took a heavy liking to a lot of um west coast stuff but I, I think it's it's based on more of the guys like I guess from the blog era I don't know if you want to call it that or what but like you know the big pack Divs and Dom kennedys and mm-hmm. you know blue and exile and these guys because they just I related directly to the type of beats they would rap to. It was like a lot of, it was Dilla influence, but it still had that West coast influence and growing up on death row and Dre, that was, I'm a big fan of that. And you know, older TDE guys and a, a lot of, a lot of like current West coast, I would say West coast stuff from the past, honestly, the past 10 years at this point. I would say what, what years do you say the blog era is? Um. Well, if I had if I had to specify it from that, I would say like oh six to maybe twenty twelve, maybe uh, you know, something like around. I would say the the height of it it seems was like oh six <laughs> around the time like around the time Little Brother got big up until like Kendrick got big, maybe oh. around those times were like the the, the heights of it and um. So yeah, what, just a lot, of, a lot of the West Coast guys from the past 10 years were my influence. And um, just, you know, the same as everybody else, 90s hip-hop, early 2000s hip-hop, and um, Soul Aquarian era, Native Tongue era, Snoop, you know. And what would you call it? Sure. I would say, what would you call the era we are in now? What would you call it? I think it's an it's a independent era because a, a lot of people... Are way more independent to the point where people have to pretend they're independent. Like that's a marketing plan to, to be like you're not on a label. So I, I would call this the uh independent era, really. And then describe your uh your core fan base. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth, I have no clue. That that is the question. Uh I really I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. Uh, it, it's, uh, it changes on me, and I'm always surprised. I'll say, I guess, people that like... Um, on one hand, I want to say people that like uh, underground hip-hop, but then I'll meet people that don't really listen to underground hip-hop, but like us, or only listen to like street rap, but like us, or they only listen to underground hip-hop and like us. Like It, it just goes in every direction, so I, I can't really can't really pinpoint it, man. I, I'm not really sure. I, I mean, I know we got fans that like a lot of... I mean, we just got all kinds of fans. If, if everybody, any type of hip-hop, you might find us on the iPod, too. And that's the thing about us. We've done so many shows with so many different people. I mean, we've done shows with Merz. We've done shows with Big Sean, you know? Mm-hmm. We've done shows with Drake. We've done shows with Pigeon John. You know, who knows? So... And we we seem to find our way. We we, find, we seem to find where we fit amongst all these people, you know?
2: And I would say, so how did y'all come up with the name Tanya Morgan?
1: It goes with the first album, Moonlighting. If you uh listen to that album, the concept of it, it was supposed to be a one-off thing, but um we ended up getting success from that album. So we decided to uh, stick with it. And uh the more music we made and the more people knew us from that name, we just, you know, we stuck with it. It's just a calling cards, like you. I look at it more like, like almost like a genre, really. Like you just know, oh, that's Tanya Morgan music, and you know, it fits in with whatever else you you listen to, whatever else you're rocking with. But when you hear it, you're like, oh, I, I know, I know what that is, you know. Man,
2: what is your what is your favorite song you came out with so far? Von
1: P and Aeon things have changed. All right. Then give us your favorite line from that song.
2: And I guess, I guess why is that your favorite song? Then give us
1: uh, a line from that song you really like. I I would consider that my calling card record for me. If I had to play a song for anybody that has never heard anything I've done, I feel like that one describes me to a T in my opinion. It, It sounds like how I feel in general as a man. And, um, I just think it, 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 it tells you who I am. You just have to listen to it, and um, it tells you who I am, and it's not so much about, it's not like an autobiographical story. It's just like my motto, I guess. And um, Philosophy. <laughs> I would say, just at the end, my last, my last line is, if you didn't learn the hard way, you didn't really learn, kid. And... It's like, you know, you have to, people can tell you so many things. I remember coming up and, um, you know, being down with little brother and Fonte would be like, "Vaughn, man, I can't wait till y'all go through this. So when y'all get your first taste of haters or you get your first taste of tour life, uh, this and that. And, you know, the things, his ups and downs, things he would like, things he wouldn't like. And me just being young and wide eyed was like, nah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be great. And then you get in there and, <laughs> you know, with somebody that was two steps ahead of you just told you, hey, watch out for that step. And you hear them, but you don't, you tell yourself, you know, it's the story of any kid and an older brother or a parent telling them something and they say, nah, it's going to be different with me. And then, you know, you take that same step and you trip and they told you. So I always say, if you did, you know, they say you're going to learn the hard way and I say, Sometimes that's how you have to learn, and I don't mean go looking for. Don't go looking to fall down, but don't expect you to be the person that everything is smooth sailing for. Mm. And um, you know, it's just things like that. Like just me talking to talking to myself in a way, and just you know, like I said, it's my living my motto through a song. Man, what are your current projects you're working on right now? Right now, mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> hmm. Really, I'm just working on um, promoting the Fiasco album, still promoting the Tanya Morgan album, and now uh, just making music. No, 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 real project right now.
2: Now I'm gonna ask you, what do you think? One of the number one ways artists can grow
1: their fan base. I would say the num- I would say by collaborating with like-minded people. Because um I do believe powers and numbers and you collaborate with like minded people you'll kind of always be out you know like if if you don't have anything out but the people you collaborate with a lot you're gonna be you're gonna be fresh on their mind like I I, I say um uh, I wish I had a perfect example for you right now but you know if let's say you know Jay Z puts out an album it'll make you think about Kanye, what Kanye's doing, or, mm. you know, just like, or, or just good music in general. If, if Big Sean has a new album out, you'll be like, I wonder if Pusha is on this. I wonder if, you know, yeah, yeah. Common is on this. And just, everybody keeps everybody's name on your mind, which is real important now. And uh, I really think that's the best way, man, because a lot of people, we've put people on through our music and people have heard of us through you know blues music or Fonte's music or or whoever we've worked with in the past, you know
2: hmm.
1: I right, want you to talk about some of your daily habits and rituals. oh, I don't really have one man i just I'm addicted to coffee like everybody else <laughs> so my my daily ritual I guess is coffee and I try to you work make it or you go buy it both <laughs> just just <laughs> starbucks. Uh, it depends, man. Like, if it's, you know, I, I, it depends. Not really, but, you know, I'm, I'm more into the mom and pop joints because um, Starbucks is like, it's it's not bad. But once you go to, like, you know, the people that really do this, that they got their little corner, you know, joint, you, and then you go back to Starbucks, it ain't the same. It's like you go to a local burger joint, and then you go back to Burger King, and it's not the same. And same thing when you make it at your house, you know. Sometimes I make it today. I didn't. I went to, like, the breakfast joint around the way and had it. And uh, that's, that's really my main ritual, man. Um, I would say my ritual was, one of my rituals was becoming watching everyday struggle with uh, academics and Joe Button. But now that's over. So that's gone. And, uh, you know, that was becoming, like, my entertainment news every day.
2: Yeah, they say he. Uh, I don't know how true it is, but they say he signed a five million dollar deal with Revolt. You gonna do I would, five believe, on
1: there.
2: I would believe that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I just I just heard today, but I don't know how true it is. But I just actually saw it today. I don't know if it's true.
1: It probably is. I could see that.
2: And then what are some I, of your? I
1: mean, even if it's not really that much, I bet you he did sign for something, and they telling people it's five million, but it's probably like five million over. Five years or something, you know. Yeah. But whatever the case, that's dope, and um, I think he deserve it, man. Because a lot of people had their eyes on them this year. So, what I do know. you do? You what you like the show because of Joe Buzz or you just like the whole show? I enjoy the show because it was it was tackling the generation gap hmm. in a cool way, and know uh, it it just was putting it right there, so. That's what was interesting to me because I feel like my if you want to call it era, but like that mid mid two early two thousands where it wasn't it wasn't so much a movement necessarily. It just was like, you know, all these different acts that put that put music out and it was right after people stopped going platinum and buying CDs and right before streaming got crazy and mm-hmm. we were just in the middle, like right, you know, right in the middle of things. So I don't consider myself new generation or necessarily old generation. So it's interesting watching one side like, oh, I don't really know too much about, you know, De La Soul or whoever. And seeing the other side, like I know everything about De La Soul and I don't really know much about Uzi Vert, for example. Mm -hmm. And, And seeing them bump heads, but still, you know, find that medium. It was interesting to me because so many times people that are uh, somebody that would be a fan of mine's where, you know, years ago it would be, yeah, I like y'all and not that stuff on the radio or not that stuff about money, blah, blah, blah. And now it's kind of turning into, I like y'all and not those kids. Hmm. So it went from, you know, the, I guess what we consider the class difference. And now it's like an age difference. And, um, they they were attacking it head on, and it was it was pretty, it was real, you know. To the point that you know he always gets in beef because he doesn't he tells you how he really feel about people. So I think that's dope. What's some of your favorite books you like to read? or you read right now, man? It's just self help stuff. Speaking of like you know mental health and everything, um, I've been checking out the Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. I like um, that book. Actually, this book called "Die Empty" that Jazzy Jeff gave me. He, you know, he just been running, telling everybody to check that one out. What's the name of it? Die Empty.
2: Okay, I'm gonna check it out.
1: And um, what is I'm 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 drawing a blank on this other? It's like a self help book. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Let me try to look it up real quick. I have it, cause I, I don't have the physical book of it. Oh, hope and help for your nerves. Hope it helped. That's another like, you know, dealing with life's anxieties and things like that. And, you know, I'm just I'm on the self-help tip because all this life gets crazy and you need it. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: All right. So I'm going to
2: name some names and you just tell me who influenced you the most.
1: Is it like a blank or blank kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. So AZ or Nas? Hmm. I'm sorry for the dead air. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know what? I, in my mind, I think stylistically, I've been more impressed by AZ. Yeah, that was me too. Yeah. I like, like flow-wise, stylistically-wise, I I think I would say AZ more. Um, but of course, you know, Nas being the more popular one, and I, I grew up on all of Nas's albums more than AZ. But... Style wise man i think um i'm am gonna, I'm gonna say a z all right mace or Cameron? <sighs> neither <laughs> <laughs> you know like I, early on man I, I i like um Cameron had a lot of uh concepts on that on that first album People we make fun of the cover, but he had a lot of ideas and concepts for a, a dude that was coming out trying to be mainstream. Like he he just went with like you know he uh like talking to the devil on a song. Oh, you talking and, about Confessions of Fire? Yeah, and yeah. then like he had a song where he was talking like he was making the confessional and the drugs. Yeah, yeah, just just a lot of stuff, man. He 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 did a lot on that record. You hear people say, "Oh, your first album takes forever," but that one really sounds like he spent his whole teenage life saying, oh, one day I'm going to make a song about this, and then I'm going to make a song about that. And like, he put it all out there. So yeah, I would, I would say that And, and you know, going back to when I was saying, like I, I didn't uh, differentiate between mainstream and not mainstream. I still think, you know, feel so good. I love the rapping. on feel so good. That first verse, I still think that first verse is crazy for it to be like a jiggy mainstream pop hip hop song but i can't say and i don't i don't want to sound like a hater but i i still don't totally get why he is so influential to people you know what i mean like it it, it weird it's bugged out to me because if you really look his catalog is not super deep like that of songs people know hmm. i guess but the ones they know they know yeah and like I guess so because, like you know, he like I said, he can always make a comeback. He done made like four comebacks, (laughs) and it's like he had the the one main album that people know. And I have, I mean, I got that on cassette and vinyl, but I still don't think it was so amazing that he's this legend to people. And I don't even mean that in a hating way. I just, I personally don't think he has the catalog to back it. When you really, when you really look at it versus other people, like I, I personally feel like,
2: but he, I mean, but then too, like I know, like in a lot of interviews, they're saying like he wrote a lot of those, like a lot of them Puff Day songs. He wrote those songs. Like, oh yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, if I compare him to like you, you mentioned Az earlier, I don't like I don't see why he's so much more popular than the Az just based off songs and skills alone. Right. Like he yeah, he was more he had more commercial appeal, but if that's said, then Ludacris had a lot of commercial appeal. So why don't we talk about Ludacris as much? Mm. Nelly had a lot of commercial appeal. Why don't we talk about Nelly as much? Why is it Mace? Like what is what is it that held on to people so much to the point that they still talk about him becoming the preacher twenty years later and Still rap about him and still quote him, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't. And I know this probably sounds like I'm hating, but I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) I was a fan too, but I wasn't this much of a fan. And Kanye says he's one of his favorite rappers, and I'm like, dude, he had one album at Uh, the time. So fabulous or Jada (sighs) I'm gonna have to go with Brooklyn. I'm gonna go with Fabulous. (laughs) All right, big pool of Um, I'm gonna say Fonte. I'm, I'm inspired by Pooh because Pooh continues to get better, and um, it's like they 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 like he named his record Sleepers, and they still sleeping on him. Like, hmm. dude continues to get better, you know. So, in current day, I'm inspired by him, but I guess also just being he's kind of a mentor as well early on. So I'm going with a uh, Tay on that one cardi b or rhapsody rhapsody yeah i knew you was gonna
2: say that what what what, what advice would you give to a new artist
1: do do don't follow anybody and we still got to give that advice and we're gonna be giving it forever but don't follow anybody because they don't follow back (laughs) yeah they don't they don't (laughs) No, the thing is, like you're trying to be like somebody else, and if it don't work, you've totally wasted your time, versus if you do that thing that you really believe in, even if it don't work, you still did that thing you believe in, versus you got to sit back and, like, just look at, perfect example, look at some of these people that had record deals 10, 15 years ago that had the one hit, and, you know they got signed and gave all their money to the, the three hot producers at the time. And you never heard from them again. Oh, and like now you have this album that nobody cared about where you was rapping, like whoever was hot at the time, cause you was trying to get on and you didn't get on. And the only thing you have to show for it is your impression of, whoever was hot at the time. Like, you know, you you have an album where you sound like Jay-Z for the whole album or you sound like Snoop for the whole album or whoever, and nobody cared. And now that's what you put into the world. (laughs) Yeah. So versus the people that sat back and made a weird-ass quirky or just super original or whatever, whatever they felt like doing record, and maybe it didn't work at all, but they can... Throw that on and be like, man, they slept on this. They was fronting on this. Huh. And what would you like to say to your fans and people that have been supporting your career? Thank y'all. I don't know how you continue to find us because some people don't. Like, you know, so many people you'll see, they'll be like, man, I'm, I'm a big fan. I didn't know y'all had something new out. And, you know, it's it's super hard to uh, keep everybody aware of your stuff, no matter how many email blasts or or whatever you do, you know? So man, however y'all still getting it, I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> All right, man. I wanna say thank you for coming through politicing with me. Thank you for having me. You wanna tell me your social media and everything? It's at Von P, V-O-N-P-E-A. Uh, feel free to add me if you uh, are a Super Mace fan and are mad at me now. <laughs> and, um, same thing, Von P on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And Tanya Morgan. Yeah. Follow uh, Almighty TM on Instagram.
0: The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great. For any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight, go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook? on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO and download a free audio book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.